Hello, this is Sam Eric. Uh, welcome to the show. In this episode, I'll be talking about how we celebrated Chuseok, or the Korean Thanksgiving, here in Helsinki. Personal branding. What are the key questions you should ask yourself and get answers to before you start to launch your personal brand? Or if you have a personal brand already, what are the key points you should maybe take a look at? In September, there are 180 new hotels expected to launch. I'll be covering what's happening worldwide. Mediterranean Stars Festival is one of the great events that's going to happen in October. I'll give you a glimpse into what to expect next on the Social Hotelier podcast. experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. I share my views and experiences relating to hospitality, technological trends, and also relating to humanity. I'm also sitting down with world-class speakers, leading industry suppliers, top-performing hoteliers, sharing about their inspiration, lessons they learned, and how to make an impact. My name is Sam Eric Rutman, a lifetime global hotelier. I currently provide global advisory services to redefine new paradigms for hotel businesses so they can maximize their assets. My home base is in Helsinki, Finland, also known as the nature capital of the world. One of the memorable things for September is waiting for the full moon, the harvest moon. And this year it was extra special because we had clear skies and we could view the moon rising. It was very special to see it against the dark sky. But Chuseok, more about that. But Chuseok is a annual Thanksgiving holiday in Korea. And basically all the families are traveling to visit, visit their relatives and to visit their ancestral graves during the three-day holiday. And uh, people who are living in, in the big cities like Seoul, it's like a massive exodus by car, express bus, train to go to the villages where they are from, and particularly to visit the ancestral graves. Food has a, plays a very important part, of course, in this occasion. And it, it also it demonstrates the importance of family to the Korean society. And family members, usually from the paternal line, get together to prepare food, honor their ancestors. So Chuseok is a reminder that families are connected and bonded in the same fortune and ancestors live through the offspring as part of people's daily life. Their preparation for the festival starts weeks in advance by going to the market to buy the newly harvested rice, apples, crisp pears, chestnuts, sesame seeds, pine needles, and so on. So what is the importance of pine needles? Koreans, like many people from traditional cultures around the world, celebrate holidays with a special food. Pine needles are an essential ingredient of the Korean rice cakes called songpyeon. These cakes are made with finely ground new rice as a basic dough, which is well filled with toasted sesame seeds, chestnuts or peas, sweetened with honey or sugar. And making songpyeon is one of the most festive activities associated with, with Chuseok. And so the several generations of women work in a big circle over the bowls filled with glutinous rice dough and many wonderful fillings. Then the songpyeon are then carefully arranged between piles of freshly washed pine needles in a huge steamer. The pine needles prevent the sticky rice cakes from clinging to each other, and most of them infuse the whole house with the wonderful smell of pine trees. So this is, of course, how things are in, in, in Korea. 
but also the modern life has changed in Korea, where less and less people are preparing weeks in advance these foods, but instead they may enjoy having a nice meal in the hotel and but spend time together, uh, walk in the park and just valuable family time. So how did we spend this time in Helsinki? Wherever we are with my wife, we are celebrating Chusok uh, in a very small way. Well, we are celebrating Chusok always at the city or country where we are at the time. And uh, this year in Helsinki, we bought some special foods that I know that my, uh, my parents enjoyed and also my wife's parents enjoyed. And, that, and that's how we prepared these dishes. Uh, I went to the extent of remembering what, my fa- what kind of uh, chocolate my father enjoyed, what kind of uh, fruits they enjoyed. And also we found songpyeon, which is something that uh, I know that my parents-in-law enjoyed. All in all, we had a very nice time remembering our parents and ancestors and paying respect to them in a, in a small way during this Chuseok morning. I think it's so important to remember our ancestors and also our parents, and that is the reason we are here now, and to remember the values that they taught us. So that is the Chuseok event that we had uh, this year. I was listening to a podcast hosted by Michael Stelsner. He was interviewing Vaden, who is a personal branding expert, and he has come up with a formula to use something called the DNA Helix to develop the personal brand with people, with his customers. And uh, the personal brand is really the relationship that you have with your customers, which is separately from the company. And, you know, it's, and the idea of developing a personal brand is that finding uniqueness and, and building a reputation on those things that you may want to known for and then allowing yourself to be known for them. And of course, ultimately, the goal is to create something that conveys a message and that can be monetized. So I will just go through some key questions and what uh, fascinated me. The first question is, what problem do you solve? Meaning the answer should be in only one word. So if you think about, uh, let's say you're a consultant and you should ask yourself, what problem do I solve? And you should only give one word. This was very interesting. And so you wonder, well, what was your answer? Well, I was thinking about this a lot. And I finally came up with one word, which is indifference. That's a problem I want to solve about the attitude of indifference in hotel service or any, any customer service businesses. No, the synonym for indifference is lack of concern, lack of interest, lack of enthusiasm, apathy. Think about you going to a hotel and nobody pays attention to you, and they don't, there's no eye contact, they don't smile and welcome you, and you ask something, you're sort of getting a mechanical answer because they, they just follow the procedure, don't, not sincerely are ready to help you. But of course, if there is a different set of attitude where they are really customer service and passionate about this service, they will do everything they can to help you out and even more. Next question you should think about is, what are you passionate about? Well, when you talk about this the topic, it should give you goosebumps. And you can talk about this all day long. That's what passionate is all about. I'm passionate talking about customer service, service ambassadorship programs, how to develop a culture in a hotel or real estate development, senior homes where you have this attitude of customer service. That's what I'm passionate about. And I can talk about this all day long. But you also have to consider 
when you talk about this or, or you are selling these kind of services, uh, what have you researched and what are your experiences? So you have to be able to back up this, uh, this talk with some past results and also what you read and what you hear and how you're observing the, this industry. So you back up uh, your passionate discussion and the problem you want to solve with some with the credibility. So this is really a couple of those questions that came up in this uh, podcast interview. I'll put that into my show notes where there is a, uh, a link interested to learn more about that discussion. I think it's worthwhile to listen to, to this particular podcast. At least I got so much out of it. This month, there are so many hotels being opening up. I was really excited to see that uh, there's over 180 new hotels opening up. That's uh, reported by Top Hotel News. And it shows that the global hotel industry is growing. Construction is still going on in uh, all parts of the world. Of course, the fastest growing markets are, again, North America. There are 72 hotels opening up there. Asia has 62 and Europe has 42 projects. And China records the strongest growth in Asia with 16 hotels opening up and uh, followed by Vietnam and Thailand. And in Europe, 14 of Europe's new properties are set to open in Germany. And England will have uh, nine hotels. It looks more peaceful in Africa with six launches, as well as in South America and, o and Oceania with three and two projects. But with the uh, seven new hotels in a single city, Dubai seeks the worldwide pole position ahead of Alger Algiers and London with four openings each. So this is very interesting that there is still a buzz going on in the in the in the hotel market and uh, some very interesting hotels opening up. I also saw a very interesting project called Arctic Bath Hotel and Spa. And Arctic Bath Hotel and Spa is basically a floating hotel which is floating on the Lula River in northern Sweden or basically the Lapland. And uh, I put that into the show notes also. It's a looks like the inspiration is uh, uh, floating timber and how the timber looks like when it's in a, in a frozen frozen lake. So it's a little bit mixed up together. And then, yeah, they have put some six cabins and you have a spa experience. So in the winter, it looks quite fantastic also. So there is some very interesting hotel projects coming up also in the Nordic countries. And I saw that uh, Windham is opening up the first franchise hotel in uh, Denmark. Finland? Well, in Finland... Uh, the big news really is that the uh, Kemp Group Hotels that owns the Kemp Hotel, uh, the luxury hotel in Helsinki, and also they own St. George and they own Haven and uh, Lilla Roberts and then Glue Hotels taken over by the Nordic Choice Hotels. So um, when I heard about that, I saw for me it was an interesting comment how finally a passionate hotelier is buying over a huge group in, in Finland. Well, the, he's not the only passionate hotelier in Finland because we have a, the largest private-owned hotel group called the Lapland Hotels, which is also owned by a family. So, so he's basically joining a, a great... He's in a great company with the Lapland Hotels ownership of being passionate hoteliers. So that is all good news in regards to the hotels. And finally, uh, I want to share with you about uh, my interest in Malta. I've been going there for several years already and... Uh, and the Mediterranean Tourism Foundation is organizing in co collaboration with uh, the Maltese Ministry of Tourism 
and Radio Talia, the first ever Mediterranean music festival. And that will have take place uh, uh, very soon. And this will be a concert which is for the very first time aims to start bringing together Mediterranean pop stars. This is a really a powerful event because it will be live and uh, it will be uh, they expecting about uh, attendance about over 20,000 people to this huge event. But more importantly, it's not only about um, the Mediterranean Stars Festival, but there, of course, also there's another event going on in, in Malta called Valletta Notte Bianca, which is taking place in early uh, October. And that's a Notte Bianca is an annual event uh, which lights up the cityscape of Valletta. Valletta is the medieval city in, in Malta or the capital of Malta. And uh, during this time, you have all the palaces and the culture venues are open in the evening and they have very interesting activities and the, the beautiful palaces and museums are opening their doors. Uh, so with art exhibitions and theater performances. So I think it's a, a great event to consider. So if you go to Malta in uh, in early October to, to join the Mediterranean Stars Festival, then stay over for another night to uh, experience Valletta Notte Bianca. It's an event not to be missed. And uh, I hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us this week on The Social Hotelier Show. Make sure to visit our website, thesocialhoteliershow.blueberry.net, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. Be sure to tune in for the next episode.